0: Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. So before we get started in today's episode, talking about astrology and the tool of tarot, I just want to take a moment to say hello to those of you who are in Brussels, Belgium, Sydney, Canada, Bielefeld, Germany, Sydney, Australia, Twickenham, United Kingdom, Lulea, Sweden, Kaledo, Olivia, Argentina, Leyland, United Kingdom, as well as those of you in the U.S. from Florida, Wisconsin, Washington, Texas, Minnesota, Atlanta, California, Nevada, Maryland, Iowa, Philadelphia, Virginia, and of course, for those of you who are in Illinois. For those of you who are new here, my name is Tony. I'm a tarot card reader, and I own the House of Divina, which is a tarot house here in the suburbs of Chicago, where I provide tarot card readings and host events. In addition to that, I am the host of this podcast, which was created as a way to communicate to those who are guests here at the House of Divina, but also as a way to connect and provide education for those of you who may obtain tarot card readings online from like a any social media platform, and those tend to be general readings for whomever listens. But this is intended to educate you about how a card reader uses the tool of tarot to help you live your life more strategically. And in this episode, as well as some of the other episodes here in season two, I want to share some of the details about how a card reader gets all of that information in in order to be able to help you. So, as I said before, this particular episode is going to be about astrology and tarot um, and how I get information to help you. So some of you might be asking, with the discipline of tarot having so many things, why even use astrology when reading tarot? How can it even help or add anything to it? And so as a card reader, uh, tarot is And astrology helps me to, one, identify specific people and or that you as a reader, and it helps me to identify the characteristics that embody particular people. And if we're not talking about a person, it helps me to understand a situation, circumstances, outside influences potential outcomes, beginnings, um, what's supporting or potentially blocking you. Uh, And then I also get information because when I'm using astrology, astrology speaks to planets and it speaks to the zodiac or constellations. And within those constellations or zodiac, we can gain or glimpse information or glean information from understanding those particular archetypes. It allows me to see uh, the different power or strengths that are there to support you. It allows me to, again, see what could potentially be blocking or delaying an event. And again, it helps me to see maybe people or uh, situations and circumstances. Now, when I first started reading tarot, uh, there was not a lot of material that I found easy to come by. So when it came to understanding astrology, I just understood that the major arcana aligned with certain um, zodiacs or constellations, and then further on, as I continued to read, I came to find out that every single card in tarot aligns with its own um, zodiac or and a particular deacon within astrology. So you can call that um, assignments. Every every card has an assignment. And that's going to help me when I'm reading for you to be able to not only identify people, but a lot of times people have questions about time. And if the divine so chooses to share with me a timeline for you, I can look at a particular card and get you that information. So as I said before, the major arcana cards are aligned with a particular zodiac. The minor arcana cards are also aligned with zodiacs, but they have more distinctive or more finite uh, positioning as it relates to the deacons within, though the astrological uh, constellation uh, for content or books that can be very helpful for you for this, I would definitely recommend Tarot and Astrology by Corinne Kenner. Now I bought this book, I don't know, maybe in, oh gosh, I, maybe it was 2017. And it if you understand astrology or even the zodiacs, um, it can be a very helpful tool but it is quite detailed and it is not going to be a book that you can just open up and read from uh, cover to cover and put it down and not have to come back to it. This particular book, for me, is more of a reference tool um, and it helps me to understand the dates, personalities, and everything else better. And it was just very instrumental in helping me to understand how to use tarot or how to get insider information for myself as well as for my guests when reading tarot. So um, let's, I've gotten so far into this already, but let's uh, take it back a step. Tarot is a cardomantic tool, so a tool made of cards um, that is intended to provide us with insight. And it can serve as a GPS or some guidance to get us to from where we are to where we want to be. The uh, tool itself is made up of 78 cards. 22 of those cards are what we call the major arcana. 56 of those cards are um, what we call minor arcana. The major arcana cards speak to larger influences, circumstances, or stations in life. It can be as it relates to spiritual matters, but it also can be as it relates to the larger events that come about or uh, it can speak to the level of seriousness of a decision that we need to make. The minor arcana speaks to our everyday life, um, but it can also speak to people, circumstances, situations, environments, uh, locations, um, and just a, a number of different things. The tarot really can speak to every area of life. In addition to there, there being 78 cards, within those cards there are a number of different Um, understandings that come into play. It is astrology, like we're going to talk about today, but there's also numerology. There's the understanding of archetypes. There is the um, understanding of the elemental nature of things which some of that will come into play when we're talking about tarot and astrology but there's also symbology and color psychology or the understanding of what particular colors mean. Uh, There is the connection with tarot and the chakras as well as the tree of life and really just any and every discipline. I've seen someone come up with a very creative way of understanding tarot through the tool of chemistry and how each tarot card aligns with something on the alchemical uh, table. So let's get back to talking about tarot and how I use astrology when I'm using the tool of tarot to help you live your life more strategically one tarot card at a time. So in tarot we have what we call suits. Uh, there is the major arcana which doesn't is aligned with all of the suits. But then in the minor arcana, they're broken down into wands. Pentacles, swords, and cups. Now, in astrology, the zodiacs are broken down into three parts. You have the cardinal suits, which are Aries, Capricorn, Libra, and Cancer. You have the fixed suits, which are Leo, Taurus, Aquarius, and Scorpio. And then you have the mutable suits, which are Sagittarius, Virgo, Gemini, and Pisces. Now, when I'm looking at tarot, I am not only looking at the element or the, the suit, uh, meaning wands, pentacles, swords, and cups, but I'm also looking at the, ele- the numerical value of the card. For instance, if I see a two, three, or four of wands, I automatically know that we are talking about the cardinal zodiac of Aries. So when I am looking at time frames, and either the two, three, or four of wands shows up, I know that it is quite likely that whatever is happening will happen in the time frame of Aries and or a um, the closest uh, fire zodiac or constellation that we are in, uh, depending on the other cards that are surrounding the particular reading. If you ask me a question, before we start, about what's the likely time frame of something coming to pass. And let's say I get a um, 8, 9, or 10 of Swords. Then I know that we're looking at Gemini season. Now that book that I told you guys about, uh, Tarot and Astrology, it explains it like this. It says that the Zodiac Wheel is divided into 12 signs, which we already know. Uh, and in a typical wheel, each sign occupies a pie-shaped 30-degree slice. And each slice is further subdivided into three separate 10-degree segments. Those segments is what we refer to as deacons. So when we are looking at, like I said, if we're looking at the two, three, or four of wands showing up in the tarot card reading, we understand that this is happening in the season of Aries. Now, the season of Aries is a whole month. So when we are looking at the two of wands, for instance, we can narrow things down based on where that is in the, the time frame of Aries. So is it going to be the first week and a half or, or two, um, you know, In that way, we can come to understand timing a little bit better when we're trying to understand when something is going to happen or when it's the best time for us to do something. So staying with that example of looking at the two, three, or four of wands. In the event that the two of wands shows up in a reading when you're asking about timeframe, that's gonna fall within the first deacon of the astrological or sign or the constellation of Aries. That time frame, uh, which is going to be zero to ten degrees of Aries, is going to be between the time frame of March 21st through March 30th. Now, there is something else that you want to consider when you're asking about time frame. Uh, And that is going to be this planetary sub-ruler that covers that that season or that deacon. So maybe you're asking, should I enter into a conversation with somebody about something that uh, maybe it's going to be a crucial conversation? And the Two of Wands comes up. I'm going to tell you, um, you know... If you can hold off, let's say the time frame you're asking, like, when is this going to come up and how should you address it? And the Two of Wands comes up. I'm going to say, well, it looks like it could happen around the time frame of March 21st or March 30th, that first deacon of the season of Aries. However, given that the planetary sub ruler of that particular deacon is Mars, Mars being the planet of war, I would encourage you to be very considerate of conversations potentially going awry or that you need to prepare yourself to make a um, a fair argument uh, that is very persuasive and to be mindful of how you engage people because um, it's quite likely that either emotions are going to be at a high peak or people will take things the wrong way. Um, so just, those are things that you'll want to be mindful of or considerate of when you're thinking about doing a particular thing. Does that make sense? Now, let's say you ask me that same question, um, when would be the best time for me to have this conversation that I need to have in order to get the best outcome? And the, let's say the three of wands shows up. Now I'm, with that, it shows up, uh, the three of wands is the second deacon of Aries, so I'm going to tell you either have it between March 31st and April 10th, or um, I'm going to tell you that it's more likely that if you have this conversation during this time frame, if not that time frame uh, with the state of mind or what energy supports you, it's more likely that things will go your way. Why is that? Because the planetary sub-ruler of this fire sign the th- and the Three of Wands is going to be the sun, and the sun is great for starting new projects. It's great for getting people to align with the things that you're doing. Um, it is great for being able to see things more clearly, and it's great for being able to uh, continue to grow relationships. So let's look at a different. Um, let's look at a different element or a different suit of tarot and how that would come into play, uh, and in this particular example, what we are going to look at is, let's go with a water sign. And not only a water sign, but also let's look at one that is more uh, mutable in engagement. So let's say that in this instance, mutable water is going to be the astrological sign of Pisces. And a card that represents Pisces in tarot, in the major, or I'm sorry, not the major arcana, in the minor arcana, is going to be the eight nine or 10 of cups. Now, if you ask me a question such as, when is the best time for me to have this conversation or make this move and what's the likely outcome? And let's say the eight of cups comes up. I'm going to tell you that the best time to probably have this conversation is going to be February 19th through February 28th. However, this particular card uh, is ruled by the the planet of Saturn and unless Saturn is retrograde in this particular instance or you get the eight of cups reversed I'm going to tell you to be mindful of two things one you have to be ready for what is uh, standing against you and what uh, rules or uh, time frames or limits that are showing up in this era but also you need to be prepared to walk away from something uh, or the potential outcome of how you want things to go in order for you to get what you need to, to have. So let's say um, you're trying to, let's say you go in for an interview and you are looking at a particular job and you're wondering whether or not you're going to get the offer. The card of the eight of cups shows up. It is likely that either you will get the offer, uh, but it won't be the way that you want it to be and you're going to walk away from the offer and decline it. Or uh, if you if you do not get the, the offer, it will be because you had everything, but there may have been an internal candidate uh, and they wanted to see maybe what was out there or whether or not they could fill the role in the event this internal candidate walked away from the organization. So um, either way, with this particular scenario, if you were to ask about timing and what's the likely outcome, I would I would give you that information, that it's likely to happen or the best time for you to do this particular thing could be between the time frame of February 19th through February 28th and or You are going to decline the offer because it won't be what you want or need and or um, they will probably go with a different candidate because while you have everything that they are looking for, there are internal circumstances or situations or parameters that is limiting their ability to make the choice that they would ultimately want. All right. So the next question might be, does timing always show up in a tarot card reading? No, it does not. Um... I can certainly look to the cards to try to understand timing, but it's always best when you are working with a card reader to ask the question about timing ahead of time. The reason that it does not always come up is that we as humans are always trying to figure out how to get to the next ending, the next goal, the next accomplishment. We forget that there is the responsibility for us to live out our lives or live out our readings and that everything is not fated in that you are fated to do a particular thing. Sometimes the fate is in the lessons that we learn as we pursue a particular thing. And so the divine doesn't always reveal timing to us. Also, when timing does show up, maybe it's not as specific as, you know, the examples that I gave you guys about, like, for instance, with the last one with Pisces, February 19th to February 28th. The reason for that is is, um, sometimes there is a requirement that you do a particular thing And there are other things that come into play. So it's possible that the next step will take place during that time frame. Not that that would be the outcome of the particular desired or asked for question. So that is how I, as a tarot card reader, use the tool of astrology when using tarot to provide a tarot card reading for you. I hope that this has been helpful for you all. If it has been, I ask that you would please continue to come back and listen to this podcast. Share what I'm doing with other people so that they can also listen to it. Uh, I do have these air every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Uh, you can always come back to Conversations with a Card Reader wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can always listen to it as well on my website, thehouseofdivina.com. If you are interested in in supporting or underwriting an episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, you can certainly do that on our the website, thehouseofdivina.com. You will see a little icon there at the bottom of the home page. You could also go to the podcast uh, page, or if you're on rss.com and that's where you're listening to this podcast, there is a link there that will take you to donations. And, um, you can stop in house if you're doing a reading with me and you can, um, or shopping or see me at an event, you can contribute there as well. And if you want a reading with me, you can book that reading on my website at thehouseofdivina.com under readings. We can do a 30 minute session or an hour session. We can do that in person, or we can do that online because I understand that sometimes, um, Logistics just doesn't work for us, especially when some of my uh, listeners are completely out of the country and on completely different timelines. I hope you all have a magnificent week. It has been an honor and a pleasure to talk with you. Please also find out what's going on with the House of Divina by going to the events page. I'm constantly doing things. If you're listening to this right now, I try to make these evergreen, but if you're listening to this right now, uh, it is fair season here in the Midwest because we're finally out of winter. I say that maybe I should knock on wood because just because it's June, it doesn't mean that it won't snow, but it's fair season. And so I am going to be out and about in the community, connecting with those of you. And I welcome you to come to see me at a, um come into the tent or come to the table and hang out and see what wares are there. I'm always looking for ways to support you. So if you can figure out something that you need, certainly drop me a line on Instagram or TikTok or on the website. Until next time, everybody, have an amazing day. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Davina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend,